You've made it to the home of Blurred on the Street, where three black women talk about their geeky interests, nerdy pursuits, and current events. If you like our show, please leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Special thanks to NPR Girl and Phaedra220, who've already left us reviews. You can always find us on Instagram at Blurred on the Street and Twitter at Blurred Street. Now, on to the show. Hi, I'm Lily, and I run on flat whites and raspberry scones. You can find me on Twitter at Elise on Life. That's A-L-I-S-E-O-N-L-I-F-E. Hi, I'm Jillian. A matcha latte and my Nintendo Switch are never far from my reach. You can find me at jillian.corin on Instagram. Hi, my name is Jenna, and I think coffee, books, and makeup are life. You can follow me on Instagram at sillygirljl or on TikTok at sillygirljlh. Right. So you've left the hospital. You didn't really get to see anything at the the um, abduction site. So you could choose to go back or you could try something else. Peter, before he passed out, just kept repeating driver, 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 mm. driver. Maybe we should interrogate, um, what's her name? Forgive me. Uh, Karima or Leslie. Okay. Um, like, why does he say driver? What does that mean? Right. So he was, he was talking, he's, he was talking to Karima when he said that, um, yeah. Leslie's still back with you two. So, yeah, if you wanted to, I mean, they're they're right there with you. They came, you know, they helped you get uh, Peter to the hospital. So if you if you wanted to try to waylay them as you're all leaving the hospital, that's cool, too. Yeah, I mean, why not? We're leaving. What was that? What did he like? Uh, uh, Rodler turns to. Karima like as they're exiting the hospital what was that he was saying to you in the clearing like what did that mean the dry driver driver why would he say that over and over again I don't I don't really know I just like maybe he was just so delirious I don't think it had anything to do with, and she's kind of stumbling around on her words. I, I don't think it had anything to do with him being abducted, to be honest. Why would, um, no, no, why would he, you know, that his first words 
as soon as he's, you know, quote unquote, back from wherever, be driver, driver. That has to mean something. I mean, the thing he was, is, he left when he was riding a bike, so there was no driver, technically. So why would he say driver? So the thing, the thing is, the thing is that the reason why Peter was still riding a bike was because um, he's actually tried to take his his driver's test a few times and has always failed. I, I don't think, I don't think it had anything to do with him being abducted. I think he was just mumbling nonsense. Why was he uh, on that road in the first place? It's in the middle of nowhere. Well, that I, I can't answer for you. I, I do not know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only other thing I can think is that as a member of Psalm, he was maybe looking into some of the other two d- disappearances. But he wouldn't have investigated on his own. We we really have a rule that everybody should do things at least in pairs. Well, who was supposed to be his pair? The other half of his pair. Why did he even go alone if you guys had already agreed to do things in pairs? And she looks really, really, like, deeply... Like hurt and um, and also sad, like a bunch of different emotions flitter across her face. And she said, "Well, it was supposed to be me. I was I was his partner. We were supposed to do all our investigations together." And where were you the night he disappeared? Um. I was, wait, why are you asking me that? Hmm. Do you know how to drive? Well, yes. Hmm. I feel like I have all these puzzle pieces, but I can't make them fit. Does Rodler say that out loud? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's going to give you a look and she's like, well, obviously I know that you can drive. Mm, But I wasn't here. And I have witnesses around me who can attest to that. Plus, I'm not from here. What reason would I have to abduct all these children? Well, what reason would I have? They were all my friends. And I I do have witnesses, she mm. says. Sort so of. Or the uh, link between them all. Hmm. 
That's preposterous. I I don't have anything to do with. What are you hiding? This <laughs> <laughs> kind of dark. <laughs> Uh, what's what's Rodler's last name again? I forgot. Dalmore. Dalmore. Um, and so at this point, Leslie Anders like steps in. She had just been kind of like listening, and she's like, "Mr. Dalmore, how dare you?" It seems like I'm the only one asking any questions around here. The police seem to be completely incompetent. You don't even have an ambulance service. We had to carry this man to the door of the emergency room, and nobody there had any urgency. Nobody knows to do how to do this job. All the other monster hunters are just running around with like their heads cut off. Why were we the only ones at the site? Nobody else was there, but... You know, I am just going to keep my eye on you. <laughs> and um and she she looks at you and she's like, I'm keep this is uh Leslie Anders uh-huh. saying, Well, we're gonna keep our eyes on you. Which like sure. <laughs> Go ahead, be my guest. <laughs> um, and and then like Karima's like, come on, Leslie, we sh- let's just leave them. I, I, I don't know why you talk such good words about this Doctor Museon, but uh, I don't like the company he keeps. And she's like, let's go back to the site and and further investigate that crop circle or something. We got to figure this out. And and maybe by the time Peter wakes up, we can tell him that we've solved the case. And she sort of pulls um, Leslie away and like they stomp away to their car. Well, they are highly suspicious. I feel like the members of this club know a lot more than they're telling us. Maybe they're all involved in the abductions. I agree. She dodged just about every single one of my questions. Yes. And she really seemed like she was just making stuff up on the spot mm-hmm. well you know that they are quite possibly headed back to crash site or, or the not crash um abduction site uh but there is also um what is retcon and say that that uh Karima definitely mentioned that they their uh SOM club meets um at the university in like one of the um cl- 
classrooms there, one of the lecture halls there. All right. So you I know think, where their meeting is. I think we need to uh, check out their meeting spot. Maybe there's some clues there. All right, let's go. All right. Um, yeah, so you get to the university. Um, again, this is a small, this is a smaller community college. So there's only like two residence halls. Um, and then there's a library. Uh, the, the like food hall is in the basement of where the library is located. Um, and then there are uh, three buildings that like one building has where most of the science classes are like labs and that kind of stuff. Um, one building is mostly like the liberal arts classes. Um, there's, there is a, uh, a stadium and like sports building. Um, and then there's, uh, like a, another, um, building where there are smaller size, uh, lecture halls, like that only would be for, you know, like 15 student class size. Okay. And that, that, that building is where the, uh, lecture hall is that they, that SOM meets. Okay. Do okay. we know the lecture hall number? Yeah, like there's a, well, actually you don't know which specific room it is, but like each of the doors have like a sign on them that say whatever is there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, well, here's where they meet. We walk up and approach one of the doors and try and open the door. Is it unlocked? Yeah. I mean, the door's like kind of cracked open. You can hear a couple of voices coming from inside. Oh, okay. Awesome. Even better. All right. Well, instead, then I, I go up to the door and, uh, you know, turn my ear to it to see if I can hear what the people inside are talking about before trying to open it. Okay, um, so there's there's three distinct voices. One of them is definitely Leslie Anders. Um, and then there's two, one voice that's a little bit deeper than hers. And, um, and then another voice uh, that is, um, sounds more grown up than like a college student. Can I hear what they're saying or just like murmurings? Um, I would, I, I want you, I think I want you to make a roll for that. Oh, okay. All right. Rolls. Yes. Rolls. Um, let me see. What do I want? What role do I want you to make? 
I think this should be read a bad situation. Okay. So what do I have any? All right, well, let me roll and then we can see. Right, so um, read a bad situation is uh, plus roll and then plus your sharp. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Advanced success. I mean, the thing is that 12 is the highest you can roll just nice. on the dice, right? Nice. Oh, right. Um, that is, yeah, that's a 12, and that is advanced success, it says. Okay. Um, so... Uh, when you look around and read a bad situation, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, hold three. So you have three hold. Mm -hmm. um, and on a seven and nine, hold one. One hold can be spent to ask the keeper one of the following questions. Mm -hmm. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? So I think we could probably, like you tell me which, you get three questions. Mm -hmm. You tell me which three questions and if they don't quite fit this situation, we'll just massage them to make it. All right, so a good way. What's my best way in? Okay. Um, so yeah, so the door is is cracked open um, enough that you can see inside. Somehow you are standing, because that's a 12. Somehow you are standing right at the exact angle that when you are looking in, no one can see you standing at the door. But okay. you can see that there is another door to this classroom. Um, and it's presumably at the, the back of the classroom. So it is possible if you knew where, like it's possible you could just go to the next classroom and enter through that door and you would have the element of surprise and or be able to see what's going on and they would have their backs to you. Okay. Um, what, were, what were the other questions? It was, oh, something about, is there any danger? Yes, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Yeah, that's my second question. Okay, so um, what I would say is that you heard these three voices. Leslie Anders is one of them. She's a known person to you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there was another voice that was deeper, uh, but was most likely still like a an adolescent or college student um, okay. sounding voice. Um, and uh, this is... Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I would say this person is n not 
actually not likely highly dangerous, right? It's it's okay. a, another college student and um, presumably another member of SOM who really up to this point hasn't obstructed you. Like um, Karima maybe doesn't like Dr. Muse on that much, but they're not actively working against you. Okay. Um, but, oh, uh, so any dangers we haven't noticed. So then there was one voice that sounded like an adult. Um, and I would say that this person, um, you couldn't really tell if it was a, um, you couldn't really tell their gender, mm. but um, this person is definitely an adult and they are they are I'm trying to see like what would it actually be that would be more like you noticing um mm. from this role even like because you've got a 12 though so you should really get some information mm -hmm. um I would say they're an adult and um you know what? Here's what I will give you. The the though you don't know um who the voice belongs to, um, you think it sounds familiar to you from one of the uh interviews that was on the news, like one of the news clips or whatever. Um and I think at some point, one of you, while you were listening to this news, like looked up and you saw the Chiron flash. Um, uh, Joseph Midland. Um, and then, uh, you know, university sponsor. Um, suburban aliens and monster hunters okay so he's like the the grown-up that has sponsored this club okay um and then my i get a third question yep um can you read them to me again so what's my the ones you haven't used are what's my best way out mm -hmm. what's the biggest threat What's most vulnerable to me and what's the best way to protect the victims? What's the biggest threat? Okay. Um, the biggest threat is this doctor, uh, this um, Professor Midland. Okay. All right. So I step back away from the door and whisper to um, Radley, Radler, sorry, um, there's another door we can try and slip in from where they won't see us. Let's go around the building and find that door. And so we, uh, <clears throat> we, yeah, Radler, are you up for that? Yeah, I want to get to the bottom of this. All right. Okay. 
so we go around, find the other door, and slip through. And we're standing. Uh, actually, You're like at the at the back of the classroom, right? When you come in, um, and there's like two um, big, uh, like cabinet type things um, that sort of stick out right next to the door. So the door opens outward toward where you are. So mm -hmm. you can actually be standing on the threshold and be these two cabinet things bracketing you. Unless somebody was directly looking at you, they wouldn't see you. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so what I um I whisper to him that that man over there and I point in the direction of Midland. Mm -hmm. Like he definitely has something to do with this. Um so we need to find out more information about him. Yeah, okay. Is that um do we have like a gather information type role? You do. Okay. Could that be like a group role? Um well usually um you know what you could you can help if okay. you want. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what do I roll? So that? I would say you could both roll gather information and I'll take the better of the two roles. So this is um, investigate a mystery. Oh, actually, you know what? Sorry. So um, Rodler, you're taking the lead on this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you would roll investigate a mystery, which is plus sharp. Um, and Dr. Muzayan, you mm -hmm. are helping out. So okay. you roll plus four. Oh, oh, I failed. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Make success. Make success. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so actually, I, I was, you know, looking through the things. And if Jenna does help out, she rolls first and says like what it is what's the the action that she is taking to help out um and then if she fails it's not really harm no harm no foul um if she had succeeded jillian you would have gotten a plus one on your roll oh, okay okay but so so it could have been helpful if you were like one off from success <laughs> But oh, you, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you you do have that's a, a mixed success. So um let's uh, tell me tell me what it is that you wanted to know from this role. Well, so I mean he, I know that he's dangerous, I just don't know dangerous in what sense and how dangerous okay. so i guess 
we were looking for to see like if he had anything to do with the abductions directly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so like any evidence is what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you look into this classroom, um, and it's a mixed success, so there will be a, a, a downside to this information, but I will give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. When you look into this classroom, you realize that there are five people in this room, though you only heard three voices. And um, two of the people are like sort of sitting sideways on a table so you can see their profile. Um, And these two people are Melissa Brown and Derek Houston, the two other missing students. Okay. And, and then there's one um, blonde girl who you don't know at all. The the well the the sponsor and Leslie Anders. Last week, my daughter introduced us to her new girlfriend, Anepta Knight. They're both coming over for Sunday dinner, and I wanted to surprise them by making a few Nepta Knight dishes. Just as I was about to panic, I remembered Other Worlds. What's Other Worlds, you ask? It's a site dedicated to unearthly recipes. I order the ingredients to be delivered all at otherworlds.ufo. The best part? If you're short on time, you can order fully cooked meals and have them delivered within 24 hours. Guaranteed! All our ingredients are sourced from Arawak Farms. Visit otherworlds.ufo for more information and order your unearthly delights today. I noticed the the uh, two students. Oh, wait, uh, they've been in the news too, right? So we would recognize them. Um, yeah, that's that's why you recognize them because they were faced, you know, their faces were put up as like, these two other students also went missing. Okay. All right. And I'm like, I I noticed the uh, two students and I point at them and whisper, aren't those the other two missing students? Doesn't seem like they're missing to me. Rodler's going to go, yeah, what the hell is going on? Are you going to enter the room? Um, I want to roll. Is there a role I can do to see if anyone is armed? I guess I would call that read a bad situation. Okay. But if you succeed, I would just like let you instead of the questions, if you succeed, you would just find out that information. All right, well, I'm going to roll for that. So that would be. Uh, what plus kind of sharp, plus sharp, sorry. I guess I would call that read a bad situation. Okay. 
But if you succeed, I would just like let you instead of the questions, if you succeed, you would just find out that information. All right, well, I'm going to roll for that. So that would be. Uh, what kind plus of sharp, plus sharp, sorry. Jenna, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Should this be a group roll? <laughs> I mean, we don't. I rolled an eleven, so. Right. So uh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, we don't. I don't even need help say none of the college students are armed you you even though this is a success uh the um midland professor midland has like a like a cloak on so you can't really see you you can see he has nothing visible but you okay. can't see like what might be under the cloak all right how far away is he standing from like anyone else. Um, he's standing at the front of the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, and then so if you like if you picture how like a lecture hall, like even a smaller one, it's sort of set up a little bit like a movie theater with like that kind of stadium seating sort of situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. And this one has like three rows of like seven chairs, you know. Okay. Um, and and then there's a desk in the front. So the uh, a desk ten feet from the actual front of the classroom where Midland is standing. And then the two missing students that you recognized. They're mm -hmm. sitting on this desk, but then the blonde girl who you don't know, um, she's sitting in the seat in the front row and Leslie Anders is kind of standing to the side, um, like halfway between the desk and the front row seats. Okay. So, like, I really think they're all in cahoots. But I didn't want to advance forward if it was possible that um, Midland could do harm to any of them. But since he seems he's he's a few feet away from everyone, right? Like, yeah, I feel like, he's, like he's there's there's ten feet separating him from the closest student to right. students. So I feel like we and we're armed. So I'm yeah, you have your, your stuff. Right. So I'm going to say we should show ourselves. Um, and see what he does. Because I know that, you know, we, we could probably intervene if he did try and harm someone. OK, I mean, they're they're actually talking now. Did you want to like try to first listen in and hear what they're talking about? Yeah, let's see what the what else. Yeah. Okay. Um so so you can hear Leslie Anders um saying I I told you not to choose Peter. I told you he's 
failed his driver's test. Like, it, was not, it wasn't even a good choice. And uh, Professor Midland says, we need, we need the drivers. I just thought because he trusted you that. And, and then uh, Melissa Brown interrupts and is like, there's plenty of people who would do this voluntarily. All you have to do is say like alien looking for drivers and people would show up out of the uh, wood cracks or whatever that expression is. Would work. <laughs> would work. I'm, I turn and look at Radler and I'm like, and I mouth, they need drivers? What is going on here? What's going on Wait, here? Do you, <laughs> do you just jump out and say that? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I like the interrogator today. <laughs> like, I ask the questions here. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Exactly. Um, yeah, are, are you still trying to be quiet after you've heard this conversation? Or what, what, what's, what's the sitch right now? Well, I think the only way we're going to really find out what's happening is if we confront them. So I'm going to like casually walk around our little hiding spot and show myself. Are we above them? Like, is it stadium seating like tiered or is it just like? There's where where the three rows, they're on a tier from the desk and the front of the room, but they're, th those three rows themselves are all on the same tier. And we're coming from the back behind the rows? Yes. Or? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. So I walk down the steps onto the, you know, to, I guess, whoever's the closest to. And I say, what's going on here? <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm going to steal Jillian's line. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, I like all of them startled because no one noticed you. Good job on your stealthing. <laughs> um, they all they all startle, and and it looks like um, the professor's like expression like ripples for like a minute not a minute for like three seconds mm -hmm. and then it sort of settles into and leslie anders jumps up and she's like what are you doing here doctor what are you doing here i could do the same of you i mean i thought you were going back to the scene of the crime but here you are here i just i uh, uh, and she's just like stuttering like she can't even say words and then the professor midland like steps up 
Um, and, and he says, this is none of your concern, Earthling. Earthling? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I actually say that. Earthling? Excuse me? You are a being from Earth, am I correct? You act like you aren't. And then he's like, haven't you figured it out by now? The aliens are real? <laughs> well, yes, of course. We've always been real. Why have you been abducting these kids? You actually look like you're in cahoots with them. Abducting? And he laughs. And like everybody else in the room kind of laughs too. And then the the person who you know is uh, Derek Houston is like, we're volunteers. Volunteer abductors? <laughs> we're not abducting ourselves. We're volunteers to go with the aliens. Yeah. Where are you going? Um, and Professor Midland is like, wouldn't you like to know? And and then Leslie Anders is like, I we could we need we still need two drivers. We could use the skills. What is this driver stuff? What are you talking about? And like every all of the five people like looking around at each other, like silent communication sort of thing um and then the professor says my ship crash landed here and i need seven drivers in order to take off and head back to my own planet i've just been trying to find people who would be willing to drive my ship and disappear into the atmosphere there are many who seek adventure and would like to be the first to make contact with alien worlds and travel all right look you're not dr who <laughs> who Exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm willing to accept that you may be from another civilization outside of this world, but are you really telling the truth to these people about driving? What happens when they get to your planet? Is Could they even breathe or live on it? And he looks at you with like this look of like pity. Like we've mastered the art of atmosphere manipulation hundreds of years ago. 
it is you earthlings who don't know how to take care of and use your resources for good. Well, I can't deny that, but often <laughs> these people are disappearing without telling their families or people who love them. I mean, you're basically stirring up this fervor with the police and everything and people coming from all over. What do you do about that? It was not my intention to ever make any of this fuss happen. That, unfortunately, was due to all the prevalence of the monster hunters like you. Well, I think that if these people are volunteering to go, I can't stop them. But I really feel like the, this situation needs to be remedied so that people, the other people left behind, do not think that there have been this rash of abductings, abductions. <laughs> I mean, where's your little flashy thing that you do into our eyes so we forget? I have no need to take anyone's memories we are not hiding we just wish not to be invaded and colonized by earthlings there are Wait, plenty of other planets and cultures who know about us in fact most of us don't want to be on earth's radar well, look, we don't want you here either, so how about that? I'm then, just saying that you have created, you have created this problem. You need to figure out how to solve it because they're not, these people are not going to let this go. No, that's right. <laughs> Rattler finally speaking up. I was making tea in the bear. And then the alien is like, enough. And like that bright white light that um, that you saw being um emitted from the tree when Peter Howland uh, reappeared, that that white light is now um, coming from the alien. And it blinds you and you both. Um, well, it doesn't blind you. It It's so bright that you have to close your eyes and look away. Um, you both take one harm again. Okay. All right. And you think we'd know by now. And then when the light blinks out and clears, um, 
the five of them are gone from the classroom. Has monster hunting got you down? Then you may need Hunter Help. Hunter Help provides access to fully licensed therapists across the United States. This is not a self-help group. These are therapists who can help you work through your problems and get you back to being the best person and monster hunter that you can be. Go to hunterhelp.com now for a free trial. That's hunterhelp.com. So at this point, it's your choice whether you want to try to chase after the aliens. They've disappeared. He said he needed seven drivers for for it to like lift off in his spaceship. Uh, uh, Professor Midland to lift off in his spaceship. But he does have five people at this point. So also, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. <laughs> what happened to the other six drivers that he crash landed with? Right. Well, you don't know. Presumably, that's probably why he crash landed because he didn't have any pilots or drivers. Oh, okay. He's been trying to collect them in order to to leave. So there's five people right now, and he said he needed seven. But they have all disappeared. One of them, your docent, which is another thing to. Right. Oh, no. Now I have to hire someone new. (laughs) Do you know how long, how many resumes I had to go through just to find someone qualified (laughs) to work at the Mutter Museum? It's much more difficult job than one would think. <laughs> um, right. So, so they disappeared and probably, presumably, back to the spaceship. You know. Um, oh, so, and and you are in this classroom at the community college, which is a little ways away from the town center. Um, like you had to drive here. Okay. So. You could, but it is it is only like a mile and a half from the abduction of Peter Howland happened. Um, so you could you could go back to the abduction site. You could go into town and tell the police. You could go into town and get your luggage and go back to Philadelphia without telling anyone what happened it is it is in your hands now what you decide to do okay uh well i am completely dissatisfied with what has happened i thought we were monster hunting and really it's just some nice old alien who has crash landed and needs to get back to his home uh, this is not a job that I am interested in pursuing. Mm-hmm. I am ready to just go back to the hotel room and pack up. Yeah, uh, Rodler too. I mean, there was like a a reward here, but nobody's going to really believe that they got abducted or they willingly, they didn't get abducted. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They willingly volunteered to help an alien go back to wherever he's from. Right. I mean, without any proof, I know, like it's a it's a type of world where 
people know, like some people know monsters exist, but nobody's, you know, there's no proof really. They just poofed away. <sighs> so I'm ready to go home too. So you, you leave the community college and you go uh, back to the hotel where there's that harried um, concierge. She like waves you over. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait! Come here, come here, come here, come here. The 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 sheriff was by earlier, and he left you some. He hands you an envelope with uh, both of your names on them. Um, Rodler's name is on the top, and then Doctor Muzan's name is near the bottom of the envelope in like smaller print. I look at that and I'm like. He didn't even write them in alphabetical order. <laughs> Inside is a, like a letter and a bunch of 20s in cash that sort of falls out. And um, and the, the letter says, Dear Rod- Rod- Rodler Dalmore and Dr. Alexander... Muzayan, thank you so much for trying to find the mysterious circumstances under which some of our citizens disappeared. This is not the full reward amount, but it is uh, a small token of the town's appreciation for returning Peter Howland to us. I may not see you again. I'm going on an extended vacation, but once again, thank you. And then it's signed Sheriff, Sheriff of Bluebird. <laughs> the closing credits, like you driving away down this road, um, you've driven away. Um, and then the camera pans to the hospital and you see the sheriff and Peter Howland walking out of the hospital. And then you see like a, a light in the sky mm-hmm. um, that kind of beams down and gets brighter and brighter and envelopes them. Mm-hmm. And then they disappear. And then two seconds later, you see like this mysterious shape like fly across the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the end. Yeah. Yay. Yay. We did it. <laughs> yeah. So that was supposed to be our spooky Halloween actual play run through of a monster of the week one shot. Uh, I decided to do something that was a little bit different because uh, usually the the monsters, the aliens, they're seen as the bad guys as the villains and here was just this lonely alien trying to get back home thanks so much for gming this was great thank you thank you i really like monster of the week it's a it's a really um good rpg for Mm -hmm. doing like a lot of different uh spooky type of things and again its inspiration is 
uh, TV shows like Buffy and Supernatural, but then also shows like Fringe and uh, Firefly. So there's a wide range of uh, one-shots or campaigns that a GM could uh, play with this RPG. Thanks for listening to Blurred on the Street.